I've got my, by the way, I have my, my, uh, hold on, let me get it in the other hand. I have my PC Engine mug again uh, today. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that one. I've These never seen it before. By, uh, I don't know if you know this guy, Graphics Gear. Oh, yes. That's like his yeah, name yeah. on Twitter, you know, Graphics Gear. Mm-hmm. Like he makes like the, like replacement, uh, I don't know if you want to call that a decal or whatever for mm-hmm. like Turbo Graphics controllers. Then he started doing uh, NES controllers. Mm-hmm. Like you can buy, like that's why he has this is that like he had already made the artwork, oh, you know, because yeah. this is like a, this is uh, the controller that would have come with a core graphics. So he started making just replacement, you know, original uh, controller decals. But then he branched out and he makes all these like really cool ones. But I guess since he'd already made the artwork, he sells stuff like mugs. And I thought, like, what's cooler than a PC engine mug? And the answer, of course, is nothing. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Uh, you know, he's, he's sent a couple of things to the, uh, to my PO box and I just don't have any like controllers to put the overlays on. They're super nice. Yep. He's, he does the same thing to me. He he sends me these things and I'm like, oh man, these are, so what I ended up doing is I have, uh, cause he sent me some stickers as well. Cause he also Mm -hmm. sells stickers, but they're, they're just stickers They're not something that's meant to go on a controller. And you know, I have all my, uh, all my gaming accessories, you know, like mm-hmm. separated out into plastic bins. So yeah. like there's a there's a PC engine plastic bin, there's like a Genesis plastic bin, et cetera, et cetera. And Is that so what's like behind the, you there? Uh some of it, yes. Yes. Yeah, down there. Nice. Um but there's more than there's also some uh, over my head over here. But uh so the the PC engine container ha- is festooned with uh stickers from mm-hmm. uh from graphics gear but yeah he sends me those things and i'm like man i wish i had a because con- some of them just look so cool and i know you can buy you know the, the replacement injection molded you know pc engine controller cases but right. man they're expensive and yeah. plus i don't have oh, a I, controller I have for, that i don't you i have know. a pc engine with one of those by like uh what's what is their name like brg consoles or something i don't know what it is it's like a br something uh and they do like i really want like the uh the mega drive one i want a a smoke mega drive one i just i don't get as into that like i'm not really into console modification like as far as like aesthetics goes like you know for sure modify for rgb or add a od i'm all about Mm -hmm. it but you know like replacement shells you know not but you know that being said, if I had like a Mega Drive or a Genesis that worked just fine, but the shell was like literally damaged, mm-hmm. then sure, you know, because right. you know who nobody wants that anyway, right? So if you can put like a cool aftermarket shell on it, then then awesome. But right, and I, so, I feel that way about you know like if I have multiple of one system, mm-hmm. and uh, one of them's kind of damaged, I will totally do that. Like yeah. I have a like a Mega Drive or a, a, a Genesis that I use that has. Excuse me. Has um, a mega amp, uh, or the the, right. the the dual mega? I think it is. It's called. It's like it's a uh, sound mod that you can use both sound chips. You can use a Genesis two oh. sound chip or a the original like YM twenty six twelve or whatever it is. I don't think I knew about that, but that sounds it's, awesome. It's it's made by Firebrand X. Oh yeah, Firebrand X. Yeah. And he put that in a system, and it requires like a uh, a separate hole for like the switch. Right just toggle between them and i'm like well i might maybe i would take that system and put that in a in a in a smoke colored case or shell yeah rather sure why not 
But then I feel like if you're going to do that, you might as well just like whole hog it, you know, and like now I'm going to put some LEDs in here or like, mm. like I would get crazy with it. See, something like that, that's that's just too much. I don't I don't need to have, yeah. you know, like that shining out of the corner of my eye if I'm using it. It's nice. Yeah. It's it is. It's nice to do it with, like a like a PC engine because it has no power light. I mean, have you ever like turned your system on and like forgotten it was on? Yes, to my, with my PC engine Duo <clears throat> Duo yep. R. Yeah. And, and every time I see that, I'm like, oh, you know, because I don't know. I think I'm damaging it, even though I don't think that's really reasonable. But well, I mean, still, but I mean, it's, it's possible. It can't be good for it. You know? No, I mean, it might not be bad for it, but it's definitely not good for it. And you think about how long it's been on. I mean, yeah. I've I've accidentally let, left my duo on for like over a week. Yeah, I, I mean, can I can do you one I can do you one better than that. <laughs> so like, I don't I don't know what you know I don't know what PVMs you have, um, mm-hmm. but you know I've got that BVM twenty and this and I bring this up because this is the only piece uh, PVM I have that's like this. But uh, uh, my twenty F one U or whatever has a soft power switch on the front. And then has like a rocker, like the actual power switch is on right. the back. Mm-hmm. And um, so I leave the rocker switch on all the time because if I sit down, I just hit the little soft switch and it turns the, the yeah. thing on. But uh, an issue that it has is if the power goes out, when it comes back on, it turns the 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 monitor on. I, and see. I think yeah, the yeah, reason yeah. for that is you can imagine if somebody walked up to it and hit the rocker switch in the back to turn it on. They don't want to have to also hit another switch. Like, no, I just turned right. it on. And um, so it's happened before that I didn't realize, oh, the power went out, so I, I need to go check. Because it's just a little fairly dim green uh, mm-hmm. LED down in the corner. Because right. it's not like the, the the CRT really glows that much if it's on. Like, you can totally not notice that it's on. And I so I know I've had that monitor sitting on for, like, at least a week before. <laughs> All and those you're talking, I mean, power on hours. What, yeah, and have you seen how much those things sell for now? Oh, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I like thousands uh, for the for the twenty F one U thousands. Yeah, I mean, I have a little BVM, yeah. uh, like like an eight inch, like a D something, uh-huh. and uh, that one, you know, you I have to put a rocker switch on that. But the reason I do that is because it's just uh, it's annoying to me because there's like a fan in it that runs all the time. Oh, if, that would, if, yeah. So I'm like, I need to just turn that off. That's weird. None of mine have fans. Well, I think it just might be because it's like a little one. Makes it's sense. It's like with a little handle on top. But holy cow. Like, so we're just like, I can't believe that I just did this or that yeah. that happened. It's It's got to be yeah. so frustrating. Like, how did I not notice yeah. that? How did I not hear yeah. that? The, right. uh, you know, that, that soft whine. That's like, that's the whole thing. It's like, Getting old, you never hear like the sound of the CRT when it's far away. Like yeah. I, ne- I never heard it when I was a kid, you know. But we get people like we had people on our videos say, "Oh, whenever I was like doing an on camera part and I had like a CRT on in the background, like it was in the recording." I was like, "How do you how do you hear that?" Wow. Yeah. Wow. Good ears, you know. Yeah, I I can't hear that crap. That's like it's yeah invisible. So what I started doing is like I just put a uh, a notch filter on it. And it just like pushes that specific frequency down, just, like just in case. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Only so it's funny. For I wasn't on camera stuff though. Right. Because I have something makes in the sense. way in the background. 
See, it wouldn't have even. I'm not smart enough to think. Oh, notch filter. You know, like well, I, I didn't. Just, I didn't do it for the longest time either. So yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't really going to bring this up, but I feel like it's sort of germane to the conversation we're currently having. Okay. Uh, so like somebody sent me this email a couple days ago. Uh, you know, because I had that magazine read through come out. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, this this guy didn't say this. This guy knew better. But it's it's interesting. There's always a few people like whenever I. Uh, you know, have gameplay footage that has, and it only happens with the with the Sony, like mm-hmm. the '90s. Like that's how I have them labeled in my editing software. There's the retro TV, and there's the '90s TV, and the you know, right. The one of them is more of that old old curved one, and the other one is like the flat screen Trinitron. There's always a few people that don't know, like they think that I'm actually pointing a camera at a Trinitron <laughs> TV. Um, which to me is a testament to the person that made that overlay that it looks that good that yeah I mean I always don't realize really uh, but because um, I mean I could see being fooled by something like that too I'm not I'm not trying to say those people are dumb that are commenting that I'm just saying like that's just a really really good overlay um, but it was interesting because like somebody uh, sent me this email this guy Barry sent me this email and he he was asking just how I did that like. You know, just out of curiosity, he's like, "Oh, is that like something you're doing in your editing software, or is that like a retro arch, uh, you know, overlay and a, and a shader?" Because uh, you know, if you have something like uh, retro arch or whatever, which I'm not real familiar with, but I know you can use stuff like that, right? And so, you know, I answered his email. I just explained to him what I do, and I said that you know, certainly what I'm doing, you could achieve the exact same results using retro arch. It just doesn't happen to be what I do. But it was funny because it kind of got me thinking about, you know, how like when I started my show, I kind of made a rule for myself that I wasn't going to use emulators when I did uh, when I captured gameplay footage. Yeah. Like not even for any particular reason, except that I felt like it'll just look more like correct or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, back then I wasn't even using a capture card. You know, I was recording like, you know, composite or S video. Uh, you know, onto a DVD and then and then ripping it. So so it, it looked like you know composite or or S video, uh, uh, you know, video, right? Mm-hmm. And then I feel like you know as time goes on, and I feel like we're all doing this is like you you keep you know buying. Okay, well now I'm going to RGB mod my systems. Oh, now I'm going to get an upscaler, et cetera, et cetera, and I'm going to you know whatever. And it, all we're doing is making the footage look more and more and more like an emulator. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which t- is kind of, I mean, I don't know. It's like maybe you're not, not you, you, but whoever of us, you're not thinking about that when you're doing it because you're just trying to chase, oh, I, it'll be better this way. It's it's higher quality this way, and you don't realize. It's like, well, why then why don't you just use RetroArch? Like, why are you even bothering with all this stuff? Well, a lot of that comes down to the way the games function. You know, especially for us, because there's certain things that like just don't function the correct way. I guess. Yeah. In terms of like, I mean, I'm sure there's but... specific examples of that, but I would say also with your show, things get a little more technical. I would say. Right. I mean, really, I'm just I'm just showcasing the game, right? Well, you like, use okay, the there's some for a footage lot of, stuff of what. Now, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that I mean that makes sense. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't have a point saying that. I just thought it was interesting that it's like no emulators, but then it's like, okay, well, then why are you trying to make everything look so much like you're playing it in an emulator? You know, like because it kind of goes back to something we talked about previously, which is like you almost think it would be like retro cool to go back to like, well, let's just go back to recording it, you know, in composite, you know, or whatever. Which yeah. I think there's something to be said for that. There is. There is. Is that's definitely something I've thought about 
a lot. But I mean, obviously, we we can't do that for our show. Like that's just not how it works. But yeah. I mean, there is there's certainly an appeal to playing games yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, just just for fun. Yeah. But that so I, don't, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to ask this. I mm-hmm. feel ashamed having yeah. to ask this. Uh, I don't. What what episode number is this? This is episode number ten. Is it? Yes. And I, you know, I, you you said that I was gonna like do it like shirtless, but I think that was a joke. I never said that. Yeah. No, I was I was joking. <laughs> you, you, you totally never said that. that. That's for the, that's for the listeners ex- expecting me to be. Uh, yeah. To be ho- topless, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, you're listening to episode ten of Here's My Question for You. We made so it. Exciting. We're into the double digits, like double digits yes. for the first time. Single digits yeah. are for like are forever gone. Gone, yes. Uh, but it also until uh, the I don't reboot. know what date. Oh, <laughs> right. Um, when we've gotten rich and we've retired, and then we sell the the here's my question for you IP to the next generation. Yeah, you know. Um, the NFTs. but so I don't know what the date today is or what the date on Monday is going to be, but this is in. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think this is this not the last episode that's going to get released before Christmas. What day is Christmas even on? So Christmas is and is oh, Christmas is on a Sunday, and so is okay. New Year's this year. Okay. So well, Christmas and New Year's coincidentally always fall on the same day of the week. I don't know if you knew that. Yes. Well, I knew it's like a week apart. So here the here's the they, thing. They though. plan it that way. So think about it like this instead, since we yeah. released the show on a Monday. Yeah. That means. See, this is going to be out. This will be out in you know, it's uh, it's Thursday today, so it'll be out Today's on the 18th. Thursday, yeah. So the episode after that, the next episode is going to be yeah. released on the 26th, the day after Christmas, right? Which is my That's birthday. What I'm telling you. Oh, I didn't know that. Happy. Well, I'll say it again later. But yeah. Happy almost birthday. I feel like my headphones are like being weird. I can't hear myself, and and it's making me nervous about how it sounds. It's okay for. Well, right I now. can hear you if that if that helps you, but. Okay. Well, it's showing. Yeah. It's just it's just being. It's just being weird. Oh, I may have fixed it. Might be my headphones being weird. But either way, this is this is, this is yeah. going to work for now. Yeah. Right. Okay. But so, uh, was that just your point? Was just sort of like. Uh, I just I just wanted to say shoehorning my... into the conversation that your birthday is coming up. Yes. Yeah. That's, what that... uh, what are you going to be? Forty four or forty four? Yeah. 44. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's, it's, well, anyway, so I was just saying this is our last chance to talk about Christmas stuff. It is. Yes. I mean, then, and then I, I don't get, know if you want to do like a new year. We could next, next week we could do like a New Year's episode. Yeah. To, of, of course. New Year's items to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. do. I definitely okay. do. So we also, uh, guys, want to throw this out there before you get started. Just, we got, we have one email if you want to look at it okay well i got it i got another little fun thing that we can we can do okay do you want you want to do that first before we get into the stuff because this this is something that uh you know i was just thinking about like what would be kind of a fun recurring subject no let's do do that first because i I mean who knows what kind of rabbit hole that email is going to send us down okay so So, i'm excited you you know if you brought something today i'm excited to to well it's 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 purely stupid it's pure stupidity really i feel like if you were going (laughs) to Sum up this entire show in two words. It's pure, it's, <laughs> pure stupidity. Yeah. Yes. I, I told someone the other day to describe. I described the show in three words. I said it's. I said it's two friends talking. 
That's like the three word summary. <laughs> Two word summary is just pure stupidity. <laughs> yes, I, that that works. That works. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I think a lot about. I mean, I don't think a lot about it, but I I thought about like how we could work into like how you had mentioned before, like the idea of uh, does it slap or should we eat it? So yes. I feel like we could make this a recurring segment if we wanted to. I'm I'm yes I'm so. on board already. So I have a list of three things that are totally unrelated to each other. Okay. And one of them slaps. You, you, you got to pick uh-huh. which one slaps and the other two you got to yeet. Oh, so it's kind of like the FMK, you know, F Mary kill, but it's more yes. just like, it's like F kill kill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So the thing is, is like they might all be things that, that slap, but you got right. but you got to pick one. But you got to pick one. Okay. You got to, you, you get, you got you throw out two of them, yeah, and you keep one of them. Okay. Okay. So here we go. All right. Number one, pumpkin pancakes. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, Chuck Taylor Converse. Okay. And three, the N sixty four controller. Oh come on! This is a layup. <laughs> is it really? I mean, yeah. You know the the okay. like I I think that two of them. Are well, not. I know one of them. Well, is easy. All right, this. I you know this. I uh, I have a unique situation that makes this very easy. Uh, I have like really. So I'll just say right off the top. I'm the the pumpkin pancakes slap all day long, and Chuck Chuck and the controller can both get yeeted out of here. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But but specifically, like I think that Chuck Taylors are super cool shoes. Mm-hmm. Like anytime I see somebody else wearing them. I'm like, man, those are like cool, like timeless shoes. Yes. Uh, the problem is I have like really big feet. Like I wear like size 13s. So like, you know, I can barely sometimes find shoes that it's gotten better over time. It used to be that like when I was a kid, my mom had to like special order shoes for me. Okay. But uh, so but anyway, so I have a size 13 feet. Right. And I don't know if you've ever seen like like at some point, you know, as they get bigger because they just get like longer. Yes. And yeah, yeah. they just look like they just look like clown shoes. Because I remember I went one time like, oh, I want to get a pair. They had like these really cool. They were like dark gray, and I was like, man, those look awesome. But you know, you got to go with and the I classic went to the store black and put and them on. Though. It doesn't matter, man. I think I tried some black. They're just they're really long, but they're not. They don't really get wider as they get longer, so they just look really awkward. I see. So like, just so for me personally, I have to eat the chucks because I cannot enjoy. Uh, chucks the way that normally proportioned people can okay yeah but also i think pumpkin pancakes are delicious yes so it's like an easy if somebody out there's like oh i don't like pumpkin flavored things then yeah and as far as the n64 controller i know it's become like this internet trope mm-hmm. to make fun of it but i mean i you know i remember the first time i had an n64 controller in my hand which was like you know not long after the system came out and i was like what the hell is this thing <laughs> so, cause I, you know, cause I grabbed it and I grabbed it what I would think would be normally. Like I had my left hand was on the left I don't know, handle, whatever you want to call those things. And my right hand was on the right handle and I had nothing in the middle. Yeah. And you know, my friend had gotten uh Mario 64 and I was like, dude, what's going on? He's like, oh no, you have to hold it. You have to use this other thing in here, you know? And I was just like, what? And so Why I not you know, just I, like put the analog controller like on the outside. 
Well, here, this is my my whole thing with the N64 controller. Is just like, I understand that maybe when they were designing the controller, they thought that that D-pad was going to get a lot more use and that the analog stick was going to be like a sometimes kind of thing. Like, I get right. that. Yeah. But what I don't understand is why that controller never got redesigned. Like, when it became clear to them that that analog stick was going to be your primary directional input, why didn't they do something like, you know, there's that, the Hori mini pad. I don't know if you have a Hori mini pad. All the cool kids have Hori mini pads. But uh, yes, now there's, I, do. I don't know, who, who is it? Like Retro Fighters or somebody? Right. The, is they, it Retro they, Fighters? They made the tribute. Them? Is that, you think of the tribute that they made? Well, somebody or, oh, made no, a controller. Is like, is somebody a made a controller that looks like just like a Hori mini pad, except that it's not mini, which is perfect. Because that, that right. is a freakishly small controller. But why did it take a third party to do that? Like Nintendo should have been like, okay, this is like silly because everyone's using this part instead of that part. Let's redesign the controller and and real, you know, it, it, I mean, it's a way to make more money because everybody that bought an original N sixty four was probably going to run out and buy that. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing I get annoyed about. I think more than anything, like my hatred for the N sixty four controller is really not even hatred, but just intolerance of that controller. <laughs> is It's more of a thing of, of Nintendo's stubbornness to never say, like, no, you know, we're not redesigning that controller. It's perfect the way it is, even though it was so clearly not. Yes. I agree. I agree. I hate the N64 controller. And I, I do have the Retro Fighters pad and really like it. I was just playing Star Fox 64 with it. like yeah. before, before. By choice or for your show? Uh, For this, like, thing I'm doing for... uh. Um, for Instagram. Right. Oh, the reels thing. Yeah, I'm messing around with yeah. it. We're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. That's cool. So, next time we'll you'll you like like you know we'll just make a list. Those those are those are yeah. things that I thought of in like yeah twenty five seconds of just like things. I like that. Just I think this is an excellent idea for a segment, like a recurring segment. Yeah, and I think we should try to take turns. Yeah. So like next time I'm gonna have the three things. Yeah, and I think it's just important for them not to be related at all. You know, it's yeah. just like I just think it's <laughs> it could be like three good things. It could be like even if you want to get really spicy, you could like pick yeah. three things that would you definitely get rid of, and you got to right. keep one of them. Yes, like which one is is less bad than the others? Yeah. And if any of the listeners want to make a little like jingle for it. <laughs> We, that we could, would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know if we know anybody out there who's a musician, but like a does it slap or, or should we eat it jingle, I would I guarantee you that would be in the show if it was good. We could just like play it like right like right in between. I could put it right on my soundboard. Yeah. Oh, that'd be per- See, I don't even know how to do that kind of stuff. No, but, I can uh, do that. Yeah. What Do you have one of those uh, stream, what is it, stream deck? Yeah. I mean, I use it like on our uh, weekly live stream a bit. Right. You know, I'm sure you've heard. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah. heard me use it? Because you had the thing with the chicken. Yeah, there's chicken. Right. That's gonna be real yeah. odd. But like my favorite one is is has been always been this one from a Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, the arcade game. That's good. <laughs> I don't know. I like chicken pretty well. Yeah. Is that the full size stream deck that you have or no, well, it's like the mid size. Like there's like that one that's enormous. Oh. Like I barely have enough room to use this one. This is totally fine. I just have the mini, the one that only has six six buttons. Yeah, and I mean you, but because I only use I only use one because I don't. I mean I, don't, I haven't really been streaming anymore. Mm-hmm. I kind of bought it because I was like, I really want to stream again. I'll buy one of those things and then I'll get excited about <laughs> that, it and want to stream. And then I haven't streamed once since I got it. But ever since I I learned that you could use it as a record button for OBS, I'm like, well, it's 
it's worth it just for that. Yeah, exactly. And I like when it how, that it has a pretty long USB cord, and I could like sit over on the other on my chair and like play on the big TV yeah. and use it. And that yeah. that's pretty that's pretty handy, I gotta say. But yeah, I mean, if if anybody wants to make that song, you know, just like let us know. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I just want to have like I I think I'm thinking it would be like something, you know, on David Letterman. Or was it David Letterman? They'd always have like a, a theme song for something, or was it Conan, where they'd always have like a theme song for things? It could be uh, like it seems more like a Conan thing, but I feel like David Letterman did that too, didn't he? Yeah, I uh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to find this guy's email. I was not because mm-hmm. he sent. So the thing is, this email got sent uh, to my like the show email. You right, know? right. So it, it like ended up like on my phone and everything. And I was like, no, because I don't want to see it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I had to like open it and then like obstruct the entire message with my with one hand so that I couldn't see it <laughs> yeah. and then try to to uh, uh, forward it to myself with uh, with the other hand. Oh, here we go. I found it. All right. So are you ready? I haven't looked at it yet. I'm ready. Is now good. We're done with we're done with the first installment of Does It Slap or Should We Eat It? Yeah, I'm very excited about this. By the way, this is a great idea. Um, All right, hit me. Oh, oh, okay. I, I already got my answer. Okay, so this is from Jim. Again, we don't do last names. No doxing. On here's my question for you. He said, "I was thinking about a question for you two to chew on, and then it hit me like a bolt of lightning." Ooh, what is your favorite song? From the Tony Hawk series. Oh, I mean, I know what mine is. It's gonna. Is All it right. the? Uh, I wonder if we have the same one. I think I'm gonna say. Uh, is it? Is I think it's called. Uh, is it Check It by uh, Zebrahead? Is it, is it? Is it Check It's in there? I don't know. I mean, the, the only the, Zebrahead the, song I can think of is that Get Back song. Get Back. But that might not be the name of the song either. I don't, I don't even know. Get back, get back, get back. I don't even know the lyrics besides they just keep get back, get back, get back. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think that was I, the I one that the they played is... on the radio. I, th- I th- um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. It doesn't sound sound. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if that's. If that, are you sure that that is Zebrahead? Yeah, I think that's like that was like their hit. Because to me, Zebrahead's like a one-hit wonder, and that was their one hit. Oh, I, do you think if I pull that song up on my phone real fast, is it gonna? Are we gonna get like a copyright strike? Uh, I, I, not on the oh, maybe not on, not you, on maybe the on not on the, on the podcast portion. Yeah. We we can mute it on there, but does that count, consider like does that count for like looking stuff up? I don't know. I don't. I I feel like I'm gonna give myself a pass on this one. Well, can you, it, this you, is this is important. What what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, can you see if, if if "Check It" is is the name of the song? Oh, there's a song called "Check" in uh in Tony Hawk. I don't know. It's just I I went to the Zebrahead page on Title, and it's like the fourth most popular song. It says "Check." Okay, so, I, that's, so. that's probably what it is. All right, I, I kind of I agree with you. I, I shouldn't have taken my phone out. I feel a little bit dirty doing that. So put it away. <laughs> okay. That's not. That's just not right. But that that's that's my choice. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that going like if you're just, it's when you think of like what is the like the most well known song, like what what song is associated with Tony Hawk? It's probably going to be Goldfinger Superman, right? 
Yeah, that, and that was from the first one, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's a good song, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or you know, I Rage Against the Machine was in, uh, was in the second one, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> that's all I got. So, so is that your favorite, or is it just the first one that came to your no, mind? No, that's my favorite. You know, that's the that's okay. out of all the bands that are on the soundtracks for those, I think that's yeah. the only one I've seen live. Yeah. I well, I think I saw Gold Goldfinger like at a like a festival thing. Actually, I yeah. know that I saw Goldfinger at a like a festival type thing. That seems like a real '90s like. There's going to be like ten bands playing over the course. Yeah, of the whole it wasn't. Day it wasn't warp kind tour, of though. band. But it was no. It was. Have like you ever a, been to a Warp tour? Yeah, I went to Warp tour like several times. Oh, that's cool. At LaSalle Park in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Well, I don't. I feel like my choice is going to be super obvious, but then you didn't bring it up, so I don't know. Uh, I think it was Tony Hawk Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Ace of Spades by Motorhead. Oh, okay. Like, easily. Yeah. Like that. That song is awesome. What's really funny is that I, I played Tony Hawk Three the most. And that's yeah. the one I, I feel like I can't think of any of the songs that were on the soundtrack for that I one. I feel like I played Tony Hawk 2 the most. Like, I played, I had Tony Hawk on PlayStation, and then I got Tony Hawk 2 on the Dreamcast, and I played the crap out of that game. Like, because <laughs> that was the first game that had the manuals, right? Uh, uh, so two you was, could like yes. More, yeah. Yeah, so you could more easily, like, chain the tricks together and have, like, million-point tricks. Right. Yeah, it was like, amazing. Like, I used to go crazy doing that. Yeah, like how how long can I keep that going? Exactly. Is, I mean, that's I that's what the, everybody did. That's the most fun part about it. And three added, uh, what is it? The uh, like the revert, where you like do a mm-hmm. spin or or you can go like uh, yeah. like on the ramps. You can go up one side and down three the other. had the three had the foundry right. Wasn't that like the first level of I Tony think Hall so. Three, the foundry. That was a cool level. That's the, <laughs> there's nothing quite like skateboarding around like pools of molten or falling or falling into it. <laughs> While <laughs> yeah. while Motorhead's playing in the background, <laughs> nothing quite. Yeah, like getting melted. Yeah, I think we had, yeah we got that because that came out on PS2. I think that's how we had it because my roommate mm-hmm. and I both had PS2s. That's yeah. why this is when I was in college. Yeah, I mean, I think the three is is the best one. Yeah, I, I liked it. Was it the airport? It was. It was might have been my favorite level in three. Yeah, where you can you could like grind around the baggage claim. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Good question, though. That was a good question. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I like yeah. the Tony Hawk. Did you get? Did you play any of the the, the remakes that came out, or the the one it's and like, two remaster or remake or whatever? It's 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 like the same story with everything else. If it's a modern game, like I yeah. of course I bought it and then I played it for like a little while and then I walked away from it, not because it isn't awesome, but just because I got other stuff, you know, that I'm doing. Well, there's something to be said about. Uh, Games from that period, especially games like Tony Hawk, where I'm sure you said you played it in your dorm room. So I'm sure that you had kind of like a running competition with everybody, right? Well, uh, no. First of all, I never lived in a dorm. But um, oh. oh, well, I mean, your roommates, you were saying. Yeah. No, I mean, I, no, I don't think we were competitive about it at all. We just like we would watch each other play and stuff. I see. But we didn't. We, he and I did not have like a, a competitive based relationship, I would say. Yeah. But I would understand why other people would have that with a game like that. Like that would be very fun. Yeah, I mean that's that's one of the few that I've, I feel like I've really done something a little bit like that. Even though it wasn't very competitive, it was kind of competitive. Yeah. To in, in three only, and only on the airport level, I think. Yeah. 
because that's like, the one I play with, the most. Uh, just like with your group of friends or what? Uh, just me and, and my my friend Chris, who's who is an avid listener to this podcast. Yeah. He he loves it, and we got to have him on. He's coming to visit. Awesome. Uh, at the end of the month, we should have him on. Yeah. Then he's coming here because well, do it. Uh, he lives down in North Carolina. Yeah, and uh, we're going to. Uh, you know, he's you know we grew up outside of Buffalo together, mm-hmm. and he's yeah. coming here because the uh, the Buffalo Bills are playing at oh, playing right. Cincinnati Bengals. So we're gonna yeah. go and it's, it's, he's, it's a Monday he's like night. Your age, he's your yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. He was he was like together. he's like the 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 best man in my wedding and stuff like that. Oh, and, my, and, my. and I for him as well. I'm just thinking because you know I had that sort of the activity question I was going to give to you and your brother, but there mm-hmm. was really nothing about it that needed it to be your brother. So I wonder if maybe I can give it to you and Chris. Yeah, you you definitely could. I think yeah. I mean it's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of work. So it's going to be an interesting show because you're going to have to give me something to talk about because you're going to have a piece of paper and a pencil out. Okay, that's I mean that's fine, that's yeah. fine. Uh, but he's coming here. He's coming. Actually, he's coming on the uh, on New Year's Day. Yeah, but he'll be there long enough that. Yeah, I mean we can to... find a couple hours to to do this sure. for sure. I mean, usually my calendar is not very booked on New Year's Day, but well, it won't be New Year's Day that we'll be doing it because yeah. he's going to get here, and also we have like a yearly uh, New Year's Day brunch. I mean, this is my yeah. my wife does does it does crazy stuff for brunch on New Year's Day. Like yeah. before we had De- kids, deviled eggs or well, her big thing is like sausage gravy. Oh, and, well, and biscuits, than eggs. Yeah, it's 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 kind of amazing. You know, gr- when we lived in New York. We used to have everybody over on New Year's Day, and uh, we would like watch like bad TV or movies all day. And yeah, my wife would make brunch for everybody, and we just like sit around, drink Bloody Marys, mimosas, and just wow. eat. And there's yeah. there's even some years where she made brunch, and then everybody just stayed, and then she also made dinner. Wow, <laughs> she's a champ. I well, she takes great joy in doing stuff like that. She yeah. I mean, it was it was just the best, you know. I mean, yeah. And we don't really have as much time for that now, because you know, especially yeah. with kids, like everyone brings their kids over and the kids play. But we just, you know, it's it's nice to have those Bloody Marys and kind of like work on work on that hangover with everybody together. You know, it's great. Yeah. Have bagels, like somebody brings bagels and a big like box thing of coffee. It's amazing. Yeah. It was it it was amazing. That's and, and pretty it still cool. Is. I- because I always feel like for me, like in my life, I think like New Year's Day is like probably the most useless holiday of the year. Mm-hmm. Especially after, you know, I feel like you had the big trifecta, you had Halloween, Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then you get this little afterbirth of a holiday of, of New Year's Day. Because like I just I don't like I'll watch like bowl games, you know, college football bowl yeah. games, but I'm I'm not really enjoying them. But it's just like. We don't get together with people like even New Year's Eve. Like we just probably go out to dinner, just the two of us or whatever. Mm-hmm. But New Year's Day, I feel like I'm just kind of twiddling my. It's like the end of my winter vacation. I gotta go back to work. Yeah. And at that point, it's almost like I'm just kind of twiddling my thumbs, waiting to go back to work. Not not because I want to, mind you, but I'm just saying it's like, well, it's it's a holiday, I guess. But you yeah. Know, well, New Year's whatever. Day. We. On our, on our like I would much channel. rather have something like what you have going on. I'm saying, like that sounds yeah, awesome. It I is. wish I had and, a tradition. For well, the one year, holiday. yeah. You guys should come here for New Year's. Yeah, I'm we'll sure. Like, if I if I tell my wife, hey, you want to go to Cincinnati? She'll be like pushing me out of the way to go get the computer <laughs> to look up tickets on on whatever website. 
but you never know. Like like even even Try yeah. has come here. He was here uh, like a few years no, ago. I'm we just, were doing I'm just kidding. Like a I'm documentary sure thing, and uh, yeah, he uh, just ended up being here on New Year's, and yeah, you know we had a we had a bunch of people over, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> this is like yeah. a big it's like a big thing. Yeah, how was he with that? Having all those people over. Yeah, he was just fine. I I mean, yeah. it was, you know, like there, there's certain people that he knew. I think that uh, like that like John Lineman from Digital Foundry is, is from Cincinnati. He lives in Germany, but uh-huh. he's he's from Cincinnati. And uh, like pre-COVID, he used to come home every year at Christmas for like a month. So yeah. like we'd always get together and uh, hang out then. So he was there. So it just like, you know, so he had. Yeah. You know, okay. it, it, it wasn't it was just like a lot be of like a house full of strangers, you know. Well, I mean, that's it basically was, but also like he had some people that he knew. Yeah. So it worked out. That's good. I mean, that's that's the thing, I guess, like, you know, just like not knowing anybody like, so for instance, uh, there's been like talk like going out for for my birthday. And I'm like, yeah. well, I want to karaoke. Like, I was I was thinking about it. But at the same time, like, I almost don't want to like copy of the idea of our friends who we like went out for karaoke on her birthday oh i didn't know it was a birthday uh yeah situation. but i like i yeah. but i had so much fun i almost like just want want to do it anyways because like who yeah. cares right like yeah. i mean we all everyone had a good time so why not just do it but there's some people that yeah. i wanted to invite and it's like well they don't really know you know like some of the people we'd be going out with and, you know, like, I wonder, like, oh, I think that I wonder if they would be fine just, like, meeting, like, these strangers and hanging out and going and out I feel for like care. usually alcohol smooths all that over. Totally. Think. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's exactly how I feel. Like, I think that it, in this situation, it would be totally fine. But, I mean, I have not decided what we're going to do yet. And I know that yeah. it's getting down to the uh, to the wire. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't. I never do anything on my like. You know, it's my wife will ask me, "Oh, what do you want to do for your birthday?" And I'm always like, "Nothing." Yeah. But um, <laughs> or maybe we'll go out and just do something the two of us together. But I don't. It's not the kind of thing I don't go out with like friends or anything and have some kind of like <laughs> birthday, you know, thing. Yeah. Nothing. Just because it's not my thing. Not like I'm not saying other people shouldn't do that. I just um, <laughs> I'm not the world's most social person. I don't think. But in the right situation, I maybe, like I guess, if there's if there if you're if you're drinking, like maybe that helps. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I mean I just I think I just like I don't have a lot of friends really. Like I don't know. You know, I moved away from my hometown as I know you did too. But like we don't have neither one of us has any family around here, mm-hmm. and you know we're of that age where like anybody we have who is our friend has kids. And yeah. So we're oh yeah. Kind of exactly. Not excluded, but you know they. You know, when you, as you know, when you have kids, it's like, you know, your social circle to a certain extent can revolve around that. And so it's like very hard Mm -hmm. for us to like spend time with our friends who have kids, you know, it all has to be around that. And so like, you know, we don't have too much of a a social circle anyway, but for me, that's not really that much of a problem, I guess. Like I don't, I don't crave like social interaction with people outside of like, like I talk to my wife. You know, I talk to you once a week, and I have I have like coworkers at work, and I, I'm very fulfilled with that. That's enough. That's all you need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> you know, like we have every year. There's like a big holiday party in our department. You know, because like our department, it's all the faculty and all the staff, and it's like 
They throw this big, huge holiday party, and not once have I ever gone. You would enjoy it, though, because I, I, it was not until this year that I found out that it they do, like, a buttload of karaoke. See, I, which I was very surprised. Like, oh yeah, it was at the department chair's house, and okay. he has a karaoke machine, so they all get drunk and do karaoke at his house. And then once they're drunk enough, they go walk to the bars because there's a karaoke bar down the street, mm-hmm. and they go do karaoke there. And I was like, man, it's too bad Corey doesn't work where I work. He'd have a good time. But, <laughs> well, but I've never even gone to any of that. To stuff. be completely like, fair with my coworkers, with that, like yeah. I, you know, you say, oh, I like karaoke, and and I do. You were glowing when you came back. I talked to you like a day or two after that. Yeah. And you were, you. But the, yeah. the reason for that is, is in that situation, we had a, a private room. So uh-huh. it's, it's easier when you're not performing in front of right. a huge bar uh, full of people you don't know. It's, yeah. it's better. And, and not only that, but there's two microphones so people can sing songs together all the time. Yeah. Which. It just but, it now, totally makes it completely fine and more more fun if you ask me. I mean, I'm going to reveal my own ignorance right now, but uh, shocking as this may be to both you and the folks at home, uh, I've actually never been to a karaoke bar, so I don't know what it's like. But you know, I would imagine in my head that like nobody is probably really paying attention. Like I feel like people are sitting around drinking, talking to each other, and like waiting their turn. If they're interested in going up and and you know singing some some stuff, but I don't feel right. like performing to me is like I don't think everybody's like focused on you. Like well, they're not singing, focused and they're know. all like doing their thing. But when somebody is yeah. is really really good, people yeah. people take notice. But you might not have that problem. Although oh, I, I, I definitely have that problem. I would I would have that problem. I think because you're so good that everybody's gonna. Oh no! I I I'm saying that I have the problem like. I, no, I, don't, I, oh, I don't. I don't think wouldn't that want you're... people to like pay attention too closely. Oh, to for me. sure. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, that's that is basically the thing that I like is that you can get a private room, and it's just yeah. your friends, and uh, you can or you order drinks on your phone, and they come down through like a hole in the ceiling on like on a wow. on a wire. I mean, at the place we were at called Tokyo Kitty, it, they said, "Oh, it's a it's a robot delivers your drinks." That's... And I this thing comes down and it's just a tray on a rope and I'm like this this is not a robot. No, who not, is not who even, even who even like like thought I'm gonna call this a robot? Yeah, it's it's not even it's it's stupid. Maybe that's in their maybe that's just in their future plans. You know, <laughs> it's like uh yeah. it, like Tesla's cars being self driving. It's like well it's an aspiration. Like you you can't we don't have the robot now. But we think we're going to have it in the future, so we're going to advertise it now. Yeah, I mean, I would be way more impressed if if the robot from Rocky Three, Paulie's robot. That's what I was is thinking. There, is, 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 yes. it, is Rocky Four? Is it Rocky Four that has the he he gives mm, Paulie that robot? It, uh, Rocky Four was in Russia. Well, that's the fight, but he gives. Oh yeah. Doesn't yeah, he yeah, give yeah. Paulie a robot for his birthday? It's so stupid when you say it out loud. I feel like it's in Rocky Three, but I wouldn't swear to it. Yeah, well, because I feel like I haven't seen Rocky Four in a long time. I think I watched Rocky Three not that long ago, and I felt like I saw the thing with the robot, but I could just be making Rocket, stuff. Yeah, Polly's robot. If you get a chance, you should just re- revisit that, and it says "Happy <laughs> Birthday." Wasn't Ro- Rocky Three was when Mickey died, though, right? 
I mean, I don't. That's the first Rocky I saw, I think, was Rocky three and Mickey dies. And, it, and I saw it and I was like five. And so it was like very traumatic, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that the one where he dies? Probably. I don't know. I get the two of them. I've seen them. So I've seen uh, both of them so infrequent, infrequently that I can't tell you the difference between Polly and Mickey. What? <laughs> That's like completely different. Like Mickey was like rock. He's a wrecking machine rock. You know, uh, like the old guy with the with the uh, yeah. uh, hearing aid. You know, okay. Polly is the is the brother in law. Okay. Now you say. <laughs> okay. Okay, I mean, not, you know, not, like his, remember because his wife is like Francis Ford Coppola's sister or whatever, and it, you know, it's her husband. I mean, I feel like I got to revisit him now. I've only, I it's been a long time, but I've seen the the robot scene several times. Talia Shire, that's her name, Talia Shire. Right, right. Uh, is the actress? You know, that's uh, the mother of um, that Jason Schwartzman guy. Really, Jason Schwartzman? Is that right? The guy from uh, Rushmore? Yeah. Rushmore. Talia Shire's his mom, yeah. Jeez. I thought you know, he was. Yeah. That, I mean, that Coppola family, because then you got Nicolas Cage as part of that family, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Sophia Coppola, right? Who was no good in uh, Godfather 3, but, you know, she's a good director and yeah, writer. Lost so, in Translation, you know, right? Lost in Translation, right. Jeez, it's all now, I just like... saw something about her. She's married to some heck of famous musician, but I can't remember who. Uh, is it the... Uh... Is it the guy from um, Phoenix? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what his name is, but it's the guy. It's the, it's the guy from the band who sings sings Pumped Up Kicks. Yeah, no, it's like when you said that, I I thought about Pat Finnerty. You know, the guy from Phoenix, and that's what we'll call him—the guy from Phoenix. You know, <laughs> exactly. Like the guitarist from Three Doors Down. <laughs> hey, I haven't gotten it yet, but since we we're talking about mugs, oh, did you, you get know, one of the? Of my, uh, Heck yeah, buddy. Did they? Because I was so upset because he sold them for a while, and then I think Dunkin' Donuts, yeah. or I guess now it's just called Dunkin', uh, put the kibosh on that. And I was just like, what? I want one of those things. And so then he, like, on Instagram or something, he's like, oh, we got them again. Right. So I, I couldn't get my order in fast enough. Are they, are they gone? You think? They're probably gone now. I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gotten mine yet. So you think, you think if we asked him to be on this show, he'd be on here? Absolutely not. Really, but it'd be, I, I'd be willing. You got to shoot your shot. You know? Yeah, I mean, I think we could. I, be, I bet my he problem. would. I bet he would. You know, you know what I'm going to do what? is uh, so I like I do some like side work for uh, like with John Lennon on Digital Foundry Retro, and we're working on yeah. a Road Rash episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I was like, I wonder if he if I could email him. And ask him if he could would talk about the soundtracks for Road Rash because I was like looking at the Road Rash, the the 3DO game has like an amazing yeah. soundtrack, right? Absolutely. And then nice. I was like, I'm gonna put in Road Rash 3D, and like immediately uh, it's like Kid Rock. Oh no! And like a whole bunch of other trash, and I'm like, I wonder if I could like ask him, and he might do it because like like he might that not, I could see him he could, doing. He could not care also... at all about. Like probably doesn't care about the games at all, but he could talk about these soundtracks and probably could just like, yeah, talk about like the people who were on them and stuff. Yeah. Like he could probably talk about that, and I can use that as a way to open up communications with him, and then I could say, "Hey, do yeah. you want to be on this on here?" Yeah. I yeah I don't I mean that'd be cool It'd be worth trying I I think my <laughs> only thing with that like no if you can do it like please do it but I think like I've told you before I feel like my dream with this show 
is for us to have like noteworthy people as guests, mm-hmm. but not talk about the thing. That not they're talk with them about the thing they're noteworthy for. Like, yeah. I want you on here, but you're just going to be another dude sitting at the bar that we're talking to. Yes. You know? Yeah. I, that that is that is the whole idea, the whole point, and that's why there's basically no limit on who we could have on here yeah. too. Yeah. Because we're I mean, because certainly we are somebody not that talk, collaborates a lot. So we are we're not going to talk to you about the thing that. You are that they are a like a uh, professional. Well, I don't, to me, that's almost just lazy. Yeah, I, I no, like I, it's I mean, so easy to have somebody on there. I, you know, let's get Sophia Coppola on here and be like, oh, tell us all about Lost in Translation. What was it like working with Bill Murray? Like, that's lazy. Yeah, let's let's say. So, what do you think about uh, who your favorite? Who are their favorite YouTubers? Who's who's Sophia Coppola's favorite YouTubers? You think? Yeah, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> but I think that I I will try to see if that's going to happen. You know, I'll try, try to make right. that happen. You try. <sighs> Anyways, do you, do you have yeah. like a a question question? I do. I do. I'm ready. Uh, and I don't know if this is an easy question or I don't know if this is going to have a whole conversation. But uh, I was thinking about this the other day because, again— this is going to serve as the official Christmas episode. And uh, maybe this is a stupid question, but I just think it's a fun question. What, in your in your memory, in your mind, in your opinion, is the greatest Christmas gift you've ever received? Uh, my Sega Genesis, probably, yeah. is, is yeah. you know, 1989, getting that Genesis. Like, that's, that is very, a very, very vivid memory of mine. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like the, there's certain Christmas presents that even weren't even with me, like just the, maybe something my brother got that I remember. I remember the time when we came down Christmas morning and I have no idea how my mom pulled this off, but there was a bunch of presents and also a 10 speed bike in a living room. And that, and, and listen, my, my parents were like divorced when I was not even a year old. So my mom was doing all this stuff on her own. She was like working two jobs, you know, just like tired all the time and just working so hard for all this stuff. And but she would always like make Christmas like crazy amazing. And I have no idea. <laughs> I just remember like as we were getting older, like there was one time where she, you know, hauled all these presents out of wherever they were being hidden. And she like threw her back out, I guess, when she was doing it, like going up because bring up from the basement. And, like, she couldn't, like, get off the couch, like, all day the next day. She, like, had to, like, crawl up the stairs. I mean, it just, but I, 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 the Sega Genesis was, like, the best, the most memorable Christmas gift that I ever got. But first, did you, like, did you know you were going to get it or did you ask for it? Oh, like, I, I, the sky, I asked for it. Like, I knew that I, like, I probably was going to get it because that's, like, that was the thing that I, the only thing that I asked for. Yeah. And you know, like, did you get, uh, did you get any like additional games with it aside from? I got, know, I got Beast ghouls, and, ghouls and ghosts with it. Oh, nice! But the cool thing about you know having a birthday that's the day after Christmas is that I would always oh, like right. ask for money, or I could like sometimes combine stuff, like combine right. gifts. And uh, that that 1989 uh, like Christmas and birthday combo was you know very very memorable, like. I, 
the day after we would always go out and spend our Christmas money or Christmas and birthday money in my, in my case. And we went to the, uh, the mall in Warren, Pennsylvania. And I just remember getting, I got Thunder Force two and, um, and Rambo three with my, with my, my, my birthday money. And, uh, then yeah. we, then we went to see National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like that—that that, that is like—that is my like, nineteen Christmas nineteen eighty nine is the Christmas that I remember, the most. Yeah, yeah. So what about you? It, what is like? What is? Well, it's it's interesting that it's that year for you because I feel like it's probably that <laughs> year for me too. <laughs> well, it wasn't. A, it's a good year. It wasn't a Genesis, but it was nineteen eighty nine. You know. Yeah. Uh, and like I've told that story on my show because for me I would say. I mean, there's two that I could think of. One of them seems kind of stupid. Uh, again, I've talked about this all on my show, but Christmas of '88, I got I got this calculator watch. And I, that's gonna sound like was, really, was it the Casio calculator watch? Yeah, it was a data data bank calculator watch. Not because there's the simple calculator watch that just had the rubber buttons and yeah. it was literally just a calculator watch. But I got the data bank calculator watch that had like that membrane keyboard, and uh, you could put phone numbers and stuff in it. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing, you know. And uh, could it could it which, hold I mean, twenty really, phone numbers? I I think it was more. It was like fifty or sixty. It's funny. You know, it's but, funny because you mentioned that because I just I, I asked you recently if you had seen Cameron Crowe's movie uh, Singles, and right. there's at one point where like one of the, the friends of the one of the main characters says like you know I got this new watch. Look at this new watch, and it uh, I can. Just, store 20 phone numbers in here and tonight i'm going to go out yeah. and i'm going to get 20 phone numbers <laughs> <laughs> well i was only like 11 years old so i wasn't <laughs> i wasn't getting uh girls phone numbers as much uh, to put in there but i don't know i just thought it was like the coolest thing just having this watch it, first of all i just thought it was a cool looking watch because mm-hmm. you know when you're that age like i only would ever have like that super basic casio digital watch that was like ten dollars yeah yeah, and, you know, I think sure. this watch was like it was like fifty bucks. Like it wasn't cheap. You know, do you still have so it somewhere? It just, uh, n- so no, because it, I had it. That was like eighty eight. So by the time I, that was like sixth grade, and then sometime when I was in high school, um, I I had taken it off because it was like gym class. So I had taken it off to put it in my locker, and I dropped it, and it fell like just the right way. I guess that the screen broke. Oh. And um, so I tried to get I even took it to a watch place to try to get it fixed. And they were like, yeah, we can't fix it, which I don't know if that's really true, because now you can go on like eBay and you can buy parts. But they're they're like little they're OEM parts and little like Casio Ziploc bags. So you kind of can't help but think they just didn't want to put the effort in. Well, but it was probably not the kind of place like it was like a jeweler. It wasn't the kind of place that fixed uh, digital watches. But I did. I was able to buy because they still sold that watch for quite some time. And so I was able to buy a replacement much later, which I still have, although that screen is acting up a little bit too. So I don't, I don't actually wear it, but it's just cool that, cause like, that's the kind of thing I can pick it up and like the nostalgia just comes like rushing back of that watch, even though, like I said, it was kind of probably a silly, cause you know, by this time, like I had a Nintendo, so wouldn't you think I would have asked for like, you know, one or two Nintendo games or something, but I was like, nah, man, I need this, cal- I need this calculator watch. But that's, I mean, that's um, something you could, that's wearable tech, man. It's like, it's. That's what I'm saying. You know, you can use that to improve your popularity. Yeah. Well, I don't think anything was <laughs> going to improve my popularity, but it was, I thought at the time that was like a cool watch, you know? Yeah. So, 
that was 88, but then 89, I got my Game Boy. Oh, and okay. That, that's probably the main thing I would say, you know, because that was kind of similar, you know, to you. Like, you know, you, you got the Genesis, like, you know, a few months after it came out. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the Game Boy came out a few months before the Genesis did, but, you know, it was still, I felt like an early adopter uh, getting my Game Boy on Christmas morning. And uh, my dad did a pretty good job. He did, you know, he did some psyops on me and had definitely convinced me that I was not getting a Game Boy. Yeah. Um, cause that's what I, he's like, what do you want for Christmas? I was like, I want a Game Boy, you know. And, um, which is funny because I didn't think the Game Boy was like a real thing. Cause like, the first time I, the first I learned of the Game Boy was like at school, you know, it was some oh, kid on the playground. It's like, yeah, Nintendo's making like this, it's got a handheld game, but it's going to have like cartridges you can put in it. And I was like, that doesn't sound, yeah, because there's so much BS, you know, oh, in for sure. elementary school, you know. Uh, and so when they said that, I was like, I don't, I don't believe you. But then I think at some point later, I saw the kiosk at uh, uh, Toys R Us. I was like, whoa, it really is real and it looks awesome. And so I'd asked my dad for it and he was like, oh, well, you know, we'll see. I was like, okay, well, whatever. <laughs> and then at some point, I remember we were in the car. And I think we had stopped at like a liquor store so he could run in and get a pack of cigarettes like he always did. And I remember him getting in the car and having this conversation with me. And he's like, look, you know, we just bought you that Nintendo, you know, for for Christmas like two years ago. So, you know, we're not you're not getting the Game Boy. You know, we just can't we're not going to spend that money and get you like another video game system. So, like, yeah, (laughs) you know, you better you better think of something else. And like I never. I just never told him anything else. Like, I wasn't, like, bratty about it, like, you know, like, pouting and, like, no, I want. But I was just like, well, you know, I can't really think of anything else I want, but, you know, I'll let you know or whatever (laughs) if I think of something. Which, again, is weird because I had a Nintendo. Why didn't I just say, okay, well, fine, get me, like, you know, Super Mario Brothers 2 or something. But uh, I didn't. But you wanted that Game Boy. And I really wanted that Game Boy. And um, so that's what – and I ended up getting one on Christmas morning. I didn't get any additional games from them. I just got the Game Boy – but, you know, of course, it had Tetris mm-hmm. uh, in the box, which I was very excited to play. So, like, I was I was very, very happy uh, with that. And I just remember, you know, we had Christmas morning at our house. Uh, and at this time, I wasn't living with him anymore. So, like, I, I, I was, like, there visiting for a week or two. And uh, so we opened our presents, and I got my Game Boy, which I was very, very happy about. And then after that, we had to all get ready and get in the car and drive over to my aunt's house which is probably about a two-hour drive, you mm-hmm. know, a pretty long drive. But uh, I was sitting in the back seat playing, you know, Tetris until I got car sick. Yeah. And um, I remember, you know, remember the Game Boy came with those earbuds, which I'd never had earbuds before, you know, because you always wore just, like, regular headphones. Yeah. And I don't think I'd ever seen earbuds before, and it came with these earbuds, but, you know, I remember putting those on, and they, like, my ears were hurting because they were just hard plastic. Yeah. I don't remember if they came I, uh, with little foam things to put on top of them or not, but I didn't know they came with um, earbuds. That's pretty cool. I had I had no idea. I I didn't yeah. have a Game Boy. Well, I think they did that because you know the Game Boy has better sound than yeah. the NES does, right? It's stereo sound. It sounds really really good, but of course there's only a, a monaural speaker in the Game Boy. So I think for them it's like, well, we're going to give you this cheap set of earbuds because we want to make sure that you can hear that cool stereo sound, yeah. so, so that you know that it's better. And the, the, wasn't yeah. the Game Boy like ninety bucks when it was released? Yeah, I think it was eighty nine dollars. It wasn't expensive. That's great. That's amazing to me. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, it makes it. It suddenly it makes so much sense of why that it sold so well. Yeah, and I mean, even at the beginning, uh, games were like nineteen ninety nine. 
I think later they, as the ROM sizes got bigger, the prices of the games went up. Mm -hmm. But like originally, I think all the all the games that came out for like the first probably like six months or a year were like nineteen ninety nine. That's crazy. So, that is that's crazy. I had um, no idea because I I mean I I didn't have a portable game system until I got an Atari Lynx. Yeah, well, those are awesome too. They, I mean, it's not no substitute for a Game Boy, but I mean, the Lynx was a cool system. I remember being so blown away when I got that Lynx. I'm like, how can how can I see this screen in the dark? How does this even work? Like, I started thinking yeah. about how the like is it, is it just because the screen is in color makes it so that it like you can see it in the dark? Yeah, I I, yeah. I didn't understand like what what the idea of not being able to see a TV screen in the dark because, you know, you'd always looked at a CRT. You could yeah. always see it in the dark. It, like, lights up the whole room. And I just sure. I did not understand how you could not see it. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought, I was like, oh, is it because it's in color? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so anyway, I just, you know, I remember, you know, being in the car, playing the Game Boy. And then when I got home, you know, because I was just visiting, yeah. you know, my dad. And so then I had to go, you know, back to my mom's house. And uh, I, they hadn't gotten me Christmas presents yet. I don't know. Maybe I was a smart kid. Maybe I told them, like, hey, don't get me anything for Christmas yet. I want to see how this Game Boy thing turns out. Because <laughs> uh, I just remember getting back. And I don't remember who I got it from, if it was my mom or my grandma. But I remember I got uh, Super Mario Land. Because that's, that's the game I really wanted. Yeah. The additional game. And then I got Solar Striker, which at the time I really didn't like. Because I think it was just too hard for me because I just sucked at games. It's like a shooter. Yeah. Um, now I play it and I'm like, this is actually not a bad game, especially for such an early, uh, Game Boy game. It's too bad that I didn't give it more of a chance or just cause I sucked at it. But, um, but even today, cause you know, if you play the first Super Mario Land, I mean, it's pretty rudimentary, I'll say compared to <laughs> even just the other Mario and Wario games, uh, on the Game Boy. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think Super Mario Land was like programmed by like Gunpei Yokoi's team because Nintendo didn't think that the Game Boy was going to really turn into anything so they weren't going to waste like you know shigeru miyamoto and his guys making games for this you know and that's probably why it's so thing. weird right right it, it really has its own thing it's going like an on a, like it it's like mario people. acid trip kind of with like pyramids and it, pharaohs and it kind of yeah it kind of is but i you know i'm sure the game you know if somebody that's never played it played it now they'd be like wow this is like not very good but for, you know for me like I really enjoy playing through that game because it, it takes me back to the Christmas of 89. Like an acid trip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that just like, when I said that, I do you ever hear that urban legend? I don't, I don't mean to like divert the conversation. You ever hear the urban legend no, legend about the, uh, you know, where like somebody was like smuggling acid and they had it like in the back of their shirt and it rained? No. And like, I don't, like the version that we heard... Like when I was like a teenager is that, you know, like all the, you know, like the, the, the sheet of acid, like absorbed into his skin on his back cause it rained. And like, he like had to be put into a mental institution cause like he didn't know, he didn't want anybody to touch him cause he thought he, he, he thought he was a glass of water. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that could be, I'm not saying that specific story is true, but I mean, you know, they have like transdermal patches and stuff. So maybe if you got enough acid on your skin, maybe it would soak through. I don't know. Maybe. But I just remember people saying like, yeah, and he's like, you know, he didn't want anybody to touch him because he thought he was going to spill. He's like, don't touch me, I'll spill. 
But that sounds pretty believable. That part. I mean, people on acid, I think, do like weird things. That's like. But it lasts. But apparently, it lasted forever. Oh well, I don't know. Well, I mean, you get you know bad trips or whatever. That's like one of the like I I don't I've not really ever done drugs in my life aside from you know a little bit of grass or whatever. But yeah, like acid is probably. Like acid and like heroin are probably like the two things I'm the most afraid of. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like I would never, ever, ever drop acid because like I can just based on the way I am or whatever, I guarantee you I'd have a bad trip. Like no question. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never, I've never done it either. But I mean, yeah. it's like it's it's funny that you know, like you know that it would go badly. <laughs> Dude, I even sometimes if I have a couple, if I have like one too many beers, like that'll get me into like a bad headspace. Oh, really? You know what I'm saying like yeah. it's like yeah, I like for me the best way to be is just sober, you know, or just like one or two beers or you know cocktail, take the edge off, yeah, and then stop. Yeah. So, I mean, my yeah. problem now is like I just just stop when I get to a certain point because I get hungover before I even go to bed. So. Oh uh, yeah, well that's just that's just us being old. Yeah. And plus, you can't drink beer. Or you just start farting up a storm. I hear. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Although you it know, was so funny when you, when you were telling that story or whatever when you said that, and I just couldn't stop laughing because you said, "Oh yeah, I'm allergic to hops. It makes me fart." Because all I wanted to say is like, "Oh man, I think I'm allergic to broccoli and cheese." Then, <laughs> but it's just even the thought of that was making me laugh, and I was like, oh, "I can't say it." I, I'm I'm excited to hear when your when your wife gets around to listen to that episode like how she uh, like what she she thinks about it oh no she li- she listened to it already oh really cuz she thought that she thought it was funny oh. she's like oh poor Corey can't drink beer <laughs> although you know i went out the other night and i you know i had a couple of couple of ciders and i was like oh this is this is like a good little substitution well there's no hops in right cider. right but it's just it, you yeah. know it doesn't it looks almost beer esque yeah, I like cider a lot. My only thing with cider is like there's just a wide range. Yeah, as far as like how much sugar, right, is in. Yeah, because you get the wrong cider and it's real sweet and it's just gonna you're gonna have a bad hangover or you know yeah that's too much sugar to have with alcohol. But like we have uh, some ciders that are made here that uh, are very very dry and uh, which is funny because they're I mean they still have enough sweetness that they're not like oh this is just super dry, but. You know, to me at least, it's very enjoyable and refreshing without without seeming like sugary or, or almost like syrupy. Yeah, I could I could see that. The ones that I had the other night were pretty good. It was the uh, the after party for you know I just I did that uh, improv class, and we oh was that your last class? Well, it, yeah, as our as our showcase. It, like, <laughs> oh really? You had to like go and do it, do yeah. like perform in front of uh, you know, it was probably about thirty people. They can yeah. can go there to the uh, like the Cincinnati Com- or the Clifton Comedy Theater, I think it is CCT uh-huh. in Clifton, the neighborhood Clifton in uh, Cincinnati, and uh, yeah. it was it was really fun. I was I was a little I was pretty nervous about it. Uh, oh, I, w- I definitely would have been. And, yeah. I, and I did I did okay on the the first thing, and I feel like I really blew it. And it was like I blew it with the the second one, where we had to do a game where we. Uh, had to perform a scene, but each sentence, the, each exchange, uh, had to start with a letter, like the following uh, letter of the alphabet. So we started with M, or we started with the letter N. So I just started a sentence that started with an N, like like something like I was like, no way, 
blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And the next person has to say something. It had to, like, respond with a sentence that starts with M. And we had to go all the way through the alphabet. Oh, so you're going, wait, were you going backwards then? Because well, no, M is oh, before uh, N, not after. Uh, sorry, O. Because I was thinking when you said that, I was like, But hey, they do have versions like, where you go backwards. And you got to like. Nancy's a real see ya next Tuesday. <laughs> and then the other person would be like, oh, you think so? Yeah. So, it, it, you know, and they gave us like a uh, a subject, right? Okay. And we had to go like N and then the next, I'd start with N and I'd, I'd say, uh, you know, something about national parks. Okay. And like that was the subject was national parks. We start with national parks, something about national parks. And uh, then the next person had to go so respond with a, a sentence that begins with O. Then then I, it goes back to me and it's P, you know, all the way through the alphabet until we get back to N. And wow. I feel like I really blew it. Like I just. How would you do like X? Um, I mean, can it be the sound X or does it have to literally start with the letter X? It had to start with a letter X. I don't remember what it was. Uh. I mean, is there any other word in the well, English the language was, besides the Q was tough. like xylophone? Like, yeah, it was something about xylophone. I think that's what somebody okay, said. Uh, even Q was. <laughs> we were talking about national parks, and I I don't know, but they started talking about. I don't know. It's like like isn't it like a Mayan god god like the Quetzalcoatl? It's like a yeah. like the bird. Um, I don't know if that's Mayan, but yes, Ma- or something. A, you know what I'm talking thing. about? Yeah. And I like I just like I I just like really lost it. Like I couldn't could not yeah. come back with anything and it was it was tough uh, and I, I really feel like I blew it and it was I felt fine about it afterwards but then I woke up the next morning I was like man I blew it I blew that game but it's and it's oh, but yeah. that's that's the whole point that's the whole point yeah is to get in front of people and like basically like fail yeah so that you can think about think about what you but I mean, did. it seems like just doing stuff like that i feel like the ability to do something like that is is almost like a mental muscle that you have to like build up don't you think right right like nobody's good at that just like right out of the gate right but you keep doing well there's some it people you... that are just like are naturals at it for sure and yeah yeah uh, it, it was it was vastly different like i was i was fine because with 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 my class there was 10 people in my class and as as time progress, as you know, you'd go go to more classes. You get more and more used to these people, and by the end, you're just having a really good time. And then when you got to do that in front of people, you know, it was yeah. it's just so much more di- so much different than I expected. Yeah. And uh, I might do like the next level of the class, but I'm not going to do it right away. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna research and find like a different class to do. I was thinking about. You know, I don't. I don't like cooking very much, but I'm. I was thinking if I could find because you don't like food, as we talked about previously. Right, but maybe I would appreciate more stuff if I could learn how to cook yeah. good or better than I do. And I, I will say, like, I'm someone that I do like cooking, and so I took a cooking class, and uh, a really enjoyed it, and b it made me a much better like home cook. Okay, see, so, that's. I mean, like that's what I, I want to do. Is yeah. So I would say that's a never a bad idea for someone to take a, a cooking class. Yeah. So I think. And this was like a, a like fundamental. It wasn't like oh today we're going to make you know it wasn't teaching you recipes. It was teaching you the fundamentals of of you know food preparation. Yeah. Uh, correct. Teaching you the correct techniques for. Things. And that's really so. interesting to me. That's what the, that's the kind of thing that I would like to 
excuse me, that I would like to do. It's uh, my my joke was I wonder if I could find a cooking class called Cooking for People Who Hate Cooking, and like basically teach you to enjoy cooking. That would be a good idea because there's a lot of people I feel like I know who just legitimately do not enjoy cooking, and maybe you know, maybe you could change a few hearts and minds if you yeah. if you directed the class that way. You know, yeah. So I think in the new year I'm going to start looking for a cooking class to take and see how that goes. I mean, my as I said way earlier, my wife is a great cook and she's very good yeah. at just pulling stuff out and making something based on based on what we have. And I w- I would like it if I could do something similar to return the favor for all the yeah times that she's done that. Well, that's nice of you. But if I had to take class to do that, so I mean, I, I just, I'm just thinking about a lot of this, about taking classes like this as a like a personal enrichment. Like, how can I enrich my life and like learn a little bit more about stuff to make myself a more interesting and well-rounded person, human being? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you weren't interesting and well-rounded, I wouldn't be doing a show with you. But, uh, <laughs> But what you're saying is oh, that's never a bad thing for anybody to do. You know, like learning and whatnot and growth should be a, a lifelong process. Yeah. So I think that I yeah. should I should ask some of the people who are in the improv class to be on this podcast sometime. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just is that what I like about because it because I think you feel embarrassed because in your opinion you blew it and so now you just want to flex on them. No, like, no, hey, who, no, no, no. Who's the who's the YouTube star here? <laughs> oh, raise your hand if you're if you have over two hundred thousand. Oh, not so fast, Phyllis. <laughs> no, I just think that it it would be really fun because yeah. one of the things I liked about that about doing this class is it was one night a week. Yeah. And you go for three hours, or it's like two and a half, three hours, which is a nice little chunk of time. Was there food? No. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I. It was after dinner. That's when they would have it. Right, and, and, you, and, you, and you could bring go a out. Box after. of coffee and some donuts or something. Right. I mean. Well, maybe as you get into higher levels, it's maybe. not worth spending the money. But what I liked about this is that I was essentially just hanging out with people for a few hours a week. That are not connected to like anything else in my life, and it was just kind of nice just meeting new people that are just are for all intents and purposes complete strangers to me, yeah, and then being forced into you know doing this stuff that you don't normally do in front of people, <laughs> hmm. I guess you could be whoever you wanted to be. I right, guess. we talked about that. I told him you should give him a fake name, and you were not going for it. No, I, I had to sign up with my name. I mean, I want to be I want to be real with him. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Real World? So, <laughs> <Go ahead> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I watched. Um, gosh, I didn't. I don't remember what year that show started. Because I remember I didn't see the first season because I didn't get cable. Like I had cable when I lived with my dad, and then I moved back with my mom, and we didn't have cable for several years. And I think by the time we got cable, maybe a couple of seasons of the real world had already gone by. Like mm-hmm. I remember watching a season that took place in Seattle. Okay. And um, that's the one where there was that girl that had Lyme disease, and that guy slapped her, and that was like the whole big fracas with that one. That's right. Yeah. And, and when she was driving uh, and then, away, when she left the house, right? 
he opened the door. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he ran out and tapped on her car, right? Yeah. And, and she rolled out her window, and he reached in the car and smacked her. Like, yeah, that's not – I mean, you can laugh, but that's really not cool. But <laughs> no. um, And then there was, like, a season that took place in Miami that I think might have been right after that. And I think there was a season after that that took place in, like, Boston. Mm. And I think that was when I was – I watched, you know, Real World for that little window of time. Yeah. And then I never got into road rules. I just thought, well, this is just a cheap imitation of <laughs> the real world. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's just like – or, or no, I think I might have watched – there was the season in San Francisco because that had Puck. Yeah, remember Puck? I remember Puck. Yeah. I, but I don't remember yeah. if I saw it when it was on or if they were just showing reruns of it. Because Puck was I on the road rules for a minute too. And they had like the road rules challenge or something where they would have people. I wonder what that guy's doing now. I, I, I thought Puck? about him. Like where's Puck right now, you know? Yeah, I that's that is maybe we should see if he'd want to be on on those podcasts. <laughs> no, I do not want that. I know, I know. I don't. It's know. always funny to think about that. Like you know, you forget we're all just existing in the same world. So it's like you know, right now, me and you are having this conversation. You know, Tom Hanks is probably sitting on the pot with a with today's issue of the Hollywood Reporter or something. You know, or Variety. Yeah. You know. Yeah. All all at the um, same time. Yeah, so I, I don't. I'm not going anywhere anywhere with this one, but um, so I, I, you use Apple Music if I remember correctly. That's, right? That is That's correct. Like your streaming service. So I don't, I don't know how. I've never used Apple Music, so I don't know how that one works. But you know, I use Tidal for not really any reason in particular. You just you have to pick one. And um, normally, so I don't know how what your experience is with these streaming services, but I feel like I put on an album, and when the album is over. Whatever it plays is something I don't want to hear. Every time. Like it's, yeah, yes. Because like I get frustrated. It's like, you know, if, if I listen, let's just say I put on Thriller. Yeah. Right? When Thriller's over, just start bad. You know, what are you doing? Because it always, it goes off someplace else. And it's like, obviously I'm in the mood to listen to Michael Jackson. Let's just keep that going. You know, or yeah. I mean, I'm using Michael Jackson as an example, but just like whatever, you know. And and nine times out of ten, it's like I don't even know who that is. And then I start, you know, thinking about like why, you know, why are you doing that? Is that like some lesser artist that you can pay less royalties to? And so you figure, <laughs> if I'm still paying attention, I'll change it. Like who knows what's going on? But I'm, I'm, it's almost never the case, and maybe literally never the case that it plays something where I'm like, oh, cool, I'm gonna listen to that. It's like, oh, nope, let me go change that. And um, so so it's interesting that this happened that. This was like the night before last or like two night, three nights ago. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But uh, I was laying in bed. You know, I think my wife had already fallen asleep and I was kind of getting ready to fall asleep. But I had my iPad and I always have a set of earbuds mm -hmm. like next to the bed in like this little thing hanging off the bed for putting stuff in. Yeah. Um, just so that, you know, if I want to watch something or whatever and, and she's asleep, I can put the earbuds in and, and listen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't remember. I don't know if I saw something that reminded me of something or or whatever. But but it ended up that uh, I put the earbuds in and I opened the title app, and uh, I started playing uh, uh, a live album by New Order. I don't know if you're oh, yeah. a New Order guy or yeah. not. But um, so I, I started, and it was like it was like a specific song I wanted to listen to that happened to be like towards the end of the album. And so I put the song on and was listening to it, and then I fell asleep. Not like I wasn't like, "Ooh, I'm going to fall asleep to some live New Order." It just sort of happened. Yeah. And 
I woke up later and it was still playing like live music. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And it was and it was like good. It was like, you know, maybe it was like because I don't know how you are. I, I wake up like a lot at night, like for a, a minute or two. Like I'll wake up and like and then I'll go back to sleep, you know. Oh, and, so it's uh, like you're waking up enough to realize that you're waking up for a second. Absolutely, because I'll even look over and like, oh, what time is it? You know, can I just get up yet? Nope. All right, go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, but the earbuds were still in my ears, and and you know, normally if I fell asleep with my earbuds still in, I would take them off and throw them away and put my earplugs in or something and go to sleep. But like, but like I woke up and it was like some other live music, but it was like good. And I was like, oh, well, I'm just gonna keep that going. And sometimes I might even be awake long enough that the song would end and another song would start, and it would be another. Like it never stopped playing. I, I don't understand how the algorithms work, but like it never stopped playing live music. It was just it was pulling tracks from live albums of these different bands. That's like cool. it played some re it played some REM live. That yeah. was cool. Like the only thing that it played where I was like, nope, is every once in a while, like I would wake up and it would be like a Guns N' Roses, <laughs> and I you know I've got the earbuds have the little inline uh, yeah. remote, so I hit that double click. Like I hate. Like I get people like Guns N' Roses. I don't. I'm not saying they're not good. I just have my own reasons. Like I cannot stand Guns N' Roses. So just like, just even even play, their recorded stuff. Like you just don't like any of it. Like I don't like ever even November hear a Guns Rain. Roses you song. Like. It's a great song. I don't ever want to hear. I just do not. I got a thing. It's like you know the big Lebowski, and he's like, oh, I effing hate the Eagles, man. Yeah, that's me. But Guns N' Roses. Interesting. Instead. Okay. Like I don't. Yeah. I can yeah. understand that. So I'd reach up and be like, no, 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 no. I'd click that off and just, I'd double click it so it would just go to the next song, but it would be another live song. So it was almost like listening to one big gigantic concert where bands were just like taking turns. And um, so I, I was just really impressed. And then I was like, is that like a fluke? And then I, I did it again the next day and it kept playing all this live music. I was like, man, I think I cracked the code. That's that's a good like idea. I'm going to I'm gonna try that. Like, I don't know if there's something about the fact that all those sounds have that same, the crowd noise in the background, if that does something to the algorithm where it's or like, it oh, these the tracks sound similar. The fact that it probably says live in parentheses in the song title. But then I woke up, it was like, it was like 6.15 or something in the morning, which is usually getting around to what I'm going to wake up anyway. And I remember I woke up and right at the beginning of the song and I heard like a, I heard like a woman's voice say like one word. And I was like, oh, like, cause Somehow all night I'd never heard a song with a female vocalist. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was kind of weird, but whatever, you know. And I woke up and I, I just w- maybe that's what woke me up is just hearing this woman just say some words. Like, oh, what was that, you know? Yeah. And then I kept kind of listening, and then the guitar started playing, and I'm like, oh, I know that riff. I know what this is. And and it was a cranberry song. Oh, okay. And uh, which I'd never heard. Uh, uh, I've never heard the cranberries play live before. Mm-hmm. You know. Yo, me either. Me which, either. Uh, really. I mean, I. Yeah. Hmm. Which it was kind of cool, just because like you know, so it was uh, it the song was Dreams, which was like one of their big hits. Yeah, yeah. It was off their first album, and uh, I don't know why. You know, I'm in like a half asleep state. I'm kind of listening to this, and it just kind of you know stuck out to me. I maybe part of it is because like you know, she's one of those people that when she passed away, it was just like whoa, you know, like yeah, didn't she drown? You don't expect like yeah, she drowned in a bathtub. She got drunk and drowned in a bathtub, which is a not. I mean, that's like what a wasteful way to you know. Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm no, not it's, saying it's that wasteful to her, like, but I'm just saying it's like, because that could happen to anybody. You know, you have one night where you drink too much and the next thing, you know, you could fall and hit your head and die too. You know, it's yeah. just like, it's accidental death, you know, but it's like, she's, she's like our age, you know, or she's like a, you eh, know, a she's, year. Yeah, she's like 
Maybe I like think she was forty six. You know, oh, when, when, she when she died, yes, but she, you know, well, she, she's not continuing to age because now she's no longer alive. <laughs> right, right. I'm saying when say, she died, she's about the same age I am now. But yeah, but I'm saying it was just kind of, and I was never a big Cranberries fan, but it was just sort of shocking. Like, oh my god, like she's not old enough to be, you know, because like I remember, like you know, when Christine McVie died a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. like she's you know, like, like she's like eighty or seventy nine. The, only, or, the right? only people I even said anything to about it were my mom because she's the one I would never have listened to Fleetwood Mac if it wasn't for her, mm-hmm. and I told you. Just because I was kind of shocked by it, because like for me, like uh, uh, Lindsey Buckingham and, and Christine McVie are my two favorite people in that band. Yeah, you know, like just personally. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when she died, I was just like, "Well, that's it." You know, yeah, like it's... you're not, you know, even just for playing their live music, they they, they replaced Lindsey Buckingham. I'm not saying I like it, but they made it work. But you can't replace Christine McVie. But but yeah, but then you pointed out, she's like, "Well, you know, she was 79." You know, I mean, it's she lived a full life. It's just these people are old. And so it's like it, that that's just what happens. Right. But like, you know, for for uh, Dolores O'Riordan to die the way she did was just like, God, you know, that's not right. But it was just it was funny listening to the song because I'd never heard them live before. And, and I don't know why it just stuck out to me, just sort of like how sweet she was. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you're if you're watching like or listening to like, you know, Metallica. Right. And they're playing a song, and they don't think the crowd's loud enough or something. It's like, oh, I can't effing hear you out there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Don't you even effing know this one? Yeah. And so, like, you know, she's singing, she's singing dreams, and I guess she felt the same way. And she just very politely and sweetly, between lines, just said, "Oh, d- does anyone know the words?" You know. <laughs> and then, and then she started like helping them, like before the next line came yeah. up, she would say a couple words to kind of get them started, you know. <laughs> I just thought that's the difference right there. Like you have this like nice polite lady, yeah, who you know is not going to scream at you and make you feel like crap because you're not singing enough, you know. <laughs> uh, Cranberry's first but two just, albums are just, really, really, really good. If you haven't like listened to them fully, I have not listened. To, I'm not familiar with anything beyond their like you know radio releases. I see. Definitely, like, the second one. It's like is it like Ode to My Family? Is a really, really good album. The whole thing is really yeah. good. I highly recommend it. That's uh, yeah. that's cool though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that with Apple Music. Try to see if I can go down a live music hole. I'm surprised. It was that... just like I said. It was just cool because at no point, aside from you know the Guns and Roses, was I ever like, oh that one sucked. Like change it, you know. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, there was like the Cure would come up, mm-hmm. you know, live like uh, I mean, just all kinds of stuff. But it was all like, oh this is cool, you know. Yeah, I just did listen to it, especially since you know, and I'm not sure what song you heard. Like by REM, but when they would play live, you know they would like the, the, it was just like a lot heavier. You know, yeah. if you if you're like looking for a really interesting uh, take on one of their their songs when they're playing live, uh, listen to something from like on their Monster Tour when they played uh, Drive, which is the first song on mm-hmm. Automatic for the People, which is just kind of it's yeah. just a very simple song, but the live version has this great. Uh, like it really makes use of like some heavy drums. Mm-hmm. I, I can probably send you, send it to you like after we're done with this. Well, I mean, I'll see if there's, I don't know if they have like live albums, how many of theirs they might have on, uh, on title. I can look, but yeah, if you want to send me something, that would be cool. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. All right. So that's an hour and a half. You think we should, uh, yeah, I think unless you had something else, a uh, burning, uh, uh, topic you wanted to bring up. I mean, I'm not in a hurry to leave, but not this know, week. Try to keep these, Somewhat reasonable. All right. You've been listening 
to episode 10, ten. I'm told. Yeah, you, you, you of, think. Uh, Maybe. Here's my question for you. I, well, I, don't, I, just, I couldn't decide if it was 9 or 10, but I think you're right. It's, 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 it's definitely 10. Yeah, good. Definitely good. 10. Um, send us a question if you like. Uh, here's, my, here's my podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can sending sending it to my email address is okay, but not not ideal. I'm just only because, like I said, I'm afraid. I don't want to see the question. Yeah. So I'm trying to. We're trying to not have to interact with the email until we open it on the show. <laughs> exactly. So exactly. Trying to just minimize that. But uh, I, you know, anybody that takes the time to email us, I'm not going to complain about. Yeah. I mean, if uh, you just, are going to you know, email, we're taking us, risks with a hot potato when you do that. You know, if you email us personally, have a big long thing in the beginning saying I'm emailing you at your personal email yeah. address in regards right. to yes your podcast, and I would like you to like you know just I we, we just can't see it in the in the title bar. We don't want to see yeah. any of the the body of the text. Yeah, we just don't. Want, it's like trying to not have spoilers. Yeah, the whole point yeah. is that we don't know. Right, until yes. it comes down, it comes down until it, it's time for it. Yeah, but yeah, that gonna do it. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna bother with all the so, the social the people media. know where to find us, and who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, help everyone. If you're already listening to the show, you've already found us. I don't. Why are you telling somebody that made it through 90 minutes of the show? Oh, by the way, here's how you can find us. Like, guess what? They already know. You know? Exactly. When we when we have people on yeah. with us, it makes sense for them to say. Absolutely. Yes. But you got to peep their stuff out a little bit. Exactly. You know? But when you're, you know, it's just us. I mean, check out uh, what makes this song stink. <laughs> yeah. On, we, uh, maybe that's what we YouTube. should do. We should uh, recommend somebody else's thing at the end. Oh no! I was just saying, like, if we get Pat on the show. Oh yes. Can, yeah. But I'd be fine, yeah, if you want to throw out recommendations for it. Because I remember we, it was a couple episodes ago, and we were talking about, like, oh, what are some YouTube other YouTube channels yeah. you like? And I had realized, like, oh, I, there was a bunch more I could have mentioned that I forgot about, you know. So, yeah, if you, there's something that you're watching that you're into or listening to, then, yeah, throw it out there. And if anybody, I think, should, when it comes to uh, does it slap or should we eat it, Yeah. do we eventually, can people submit yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it. Because, I mean, that's the kind of thing. If we had multiple, we could run through. That's easy, right? Like, we could hit a few of those in, in one show if we needed to. Exactly. But Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I'll, I'll make sure I show up next week. I'll have my, my does it slap or should we uh, yeet it list that I'll put in my uh, little, you know, in your... reporter's notebook here. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Have a good Christmas, everybody. Oh, yeah. Right.